KXSF LP, San Francisco 102.5 FM, streaming at the World Wide Web at KXSF.FM. This is the Frequency Uplift in the House and San Francisco Community Radio, taken over from KSFP, San Francisco Public Press, our frequency partner. Now you have a San Francisco Community Radio in the house on the FM until 4 p.m. and always streaming at kxsf.fm. This is the Frequency Uplift in the house and in effect for this wonderful, beautiful Friday morning, the 1st of March. A great show today. Excited to air an interview with visionary sax player, composer, uh, composer of some great new music for abolition, for freedom, for liberation. And to begin then, as perhaps appropriate, the John Coltrane Quartet, Song of the Underground Railroad. KXSFLP, San Francisco, 102.5 FM. Thank you. 
world is wrong, like I said. I got so much in my head. Rap on the mic, made a leg. No drugs for dead in my head. Bust and I freed all the kids. Auction, I'm placing my bed. Black hole, the world got to dig. Welcome to side how we live. Black power, place all my niggas. While out the kids, fuck the crib. Learn how to breathe on my own. Yo, mind you, that get me stoned. I rap and sing me your poem. Put legacy in my tone. Blood in the banjo, my bones. My voice, the new saxophone. This Philly shit can't be cloned. Now watch the past take the form. Rent DC love, it's the norm. And North VA world is bomb. Fuck y'all, shout out to my moms. Talk me the one was beyond. Go. KXSF, LP, San Francisco, 102.5 FM. Frequency uplift in the house. In the back. A little classic, Ornette Coleman, Don Cherry, Ed Blackwell, Charlie Hayden. This is our music. I'm going to dip into this again, but uh, this is... Beauty is a rare thing. Uh, before that, let me tell you, we heard Damu the Fudge Monk and Raw Poetic featuring Archie Shep. I'm going to dig into Archie Shep too in this morning of uh, looking at some liberation jazz and some jazz sweets and the music of Carolyn Davis, Caroline Davis as we get there. But that was the track, Learning to Breathe, from 2020. And we began with John Coltrane's quartet, the classic song of the Underground Railroad from the Africa Brass Sessions. 
apologies for the uh, one or two bombs in there. I forgot about that. I thought that one was clean. My apologies. But here we are. I want to let you know on this beautiful day, broadcasting live from unceded Ramai Tushaloni territory, that KXSF is underwritten by Old Jerusalem, a small family-owned Mediterranean restaurant with a beautiful heated outdoor patio. Old Jerusalem is uh, 19 years now in the heart of the mission. Their West Bank cuisine is a traditional spread of Middle Eastern delights ranging from lamb, mansaf, shawarma, kebabs to vegetarian dishes like falafel and homemade hummus. Plus, their famous dessert kanafa made in-house on a traditional cast iron griddle. You can check them out at www.oldjerusalem.co or visit at 2966 Mission at 26th. Two blocks from 24th Street, Bart, in San Francisco. Thank you, Old Jerusalem, for your continued and ongoing support of KXSF. San Francisco Community Radio. And thank you all for coming along and supporting where you can your community resource. We're going to carry on with some, some other stuff like that, just easing our way into the, into the current time. Um, but one of the great jazz, uh, jazz sweet composers, one of the great um, artists engaging in the politics of the day, of course, was Charles Mingus. I want to dig into something from back from 1999. The Mingus Big Band still playing. Just an incredible uh, group that includes Randy Brecker, Earl Gardner, um, Jonathan Blake, Gene Jackson, vocals by Eric Mingus, and I believe uh, recorded Charles Mingus. And let's carry on. With uh, from the Blues and Politics album, the Mingus Big Band. I think we're going to talk about this one. It was a love, a lonely day in Selma, Alabama, with freedom attached. A log track. We'll be back right after that. This is KXSFLP, San Francisco. 102.5 FM. We're trying to push this new movement that we are Americans, but Americans, Americans without justice. So this tune grows out of that. It's titled A Lonely Day in Selma, Alabama. Summer, Alabama. People gathered there to walk and march for freedom. Mother with child in arm. I wonder about this freedom.
one of the girls in the church. I ministered along Sherman's wife. Sort of way. This mule could be working, waiting and learning and planning for a sacred kind of day. A day when burning sticks and crosses is not a child's play, but a madman in his most incandescent bloom, whose loveless soul is imperfection and his most lustrous gloom. So stand fast, young mules, soothed in contemplation. That burning hole and it can die. Your stubbornness is of a living. Cruel anxiety is about to die.
you get when you support KXSF Community Radio? You get youth radio, long in the tooth radio, at times, loud and uncouth radio. You get public affairs, you get musical chairs, you get music for all shapes and sizes, even big squares. Don't let local independent radio go the way of the buffalo. Add KXSF to your investment portfolio. Donate today. Go to kxsf.fm support and click on the donate button. Thank you for your support. Well, that was cute. And if you can, not if you can, please, please donate. Support us here at San Francisco Community Radio. In the back, uh, South Africa, Mayeli Mantanza, Crisis and Opportunity. Uh, we just heard some brand new music on True Thoughts Recordings, the album Liberation by Sly Fifth Ave. Orchestral composer, uh, interesting guy out of, out of New York. Um, his third solo album uh, out today, Liberation. I don't know, actually, actually, his last. Actually, coming out the full album, I'm sorry. This release just out today, and uh, the, uh, the full release out on the 22nd of March. 
we heard the track Big Brother featuring Daniel Lyantis, a bunch of the crew from um, Ghost Note, especially the percussion and Sarki Puppies crew, uh, Robert Smutsirite and Nate Worth on that track and in the mix in general on this release. stuff before that of course big band in that mix the big band the biggest big band it was a lonely day in soma alabama plus freedom that's charles mingus there on narration with kicking in on the blues and politics release back in 2000 You know, speaking of uh, supporting KXSF, since, we're, since I'm on the mic and I, I got your attention, maybe. Um, let's see if uh, yeah, when did Mingus pass, if that was a recording of Mingus or not. Yeah, yeah, it must have been a recording of him. Um, mixed in with the more modern big band mix. Passed in January 5th, 1979. But, uh, you know, we have a lot of exciting things going on um, this month coming up. Being the 1st of March here, broadcasting live on unceded Ramai Tushaloni territory. Well, kind of out there on the, on the coastal end of that. we got our trivia night coming up next week, and we would love to see you there. Every first Thursday of the month, so of course, March 7th at 7.30 p.m. at Flanahan's Pub there on 45th and Noriega. DJDK, Scott Armstrong, Melissa Mentree, Steve J. Moniker. Um, yeah, come, come, come test your wits and your musical trivia knowledge against uh, a crew of uh, KXSF DJs and uh, fun prizes, this and that to take away when you win. And come support the station, come meet the folk. Uh, and you know, always, if you've got some skills and you got some time, we can always use your support and help in the non-material plane. That little pro bono action would be most welcome. Check us out at volunteers at kxsf.fm. Uh, we'll talk more about the live sessions. Beginning a, a great schedule of live sessions coming up are uh, every Sunday three to four live bands in the studio. Um, March 10th, we got Milk for the Angry. So yeah, a bunch of other stuff in the works and in the plans. Stay tuned. Yeah, I guess I should carry on. Why? 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 Bad Plus is coming to town relatively soon. We'll carry on with a, a bit of an instrumental from them as well. I believe they're playing with the Ceramic Dog, Mark Rebo's band. I don't think we have tickets for that, but we will have tickets before the end of the hour. And, of course, this interview with Carolyn Davis is going to start that off pretty soon. You know, warm up and get some, some music. This is Maps from the Bad Plus. KXSF LP, San Francisco 102.5 FM. 
KXSF, LP, San Francisco, 102.5 FM. That was Mark Rebo's Ceramic Dog. They met in the middle from 2021's Hope. Before that, the Bad Plus Maps inter- instrumental. And I actually, it was an error. I'm sorry. They actually already performed. I got some bad info. I thought they were later on in the month, but uh, missed them. But uh, yeah, great, uh, amazing band, uh, Ceramic Dog, featuring Shazad Ismali on bass. And uh, yeah. In the back, a little Lon Moshi. It's about 10.46. And uh, since we were talking about it, thought I would maybe uh, offer some tickets. And then we'll come back to this. We're going to air that interview with Caroline Davis and have tickets for her show next week at SF Jazz. Later in this, this, the uh, program, probably around... We'll be done with the interview around about noon, maybe a little before noon. But I have tickets right now for great British soul singer Arlo Parks at uh, at the Fox Theater. Chloe George opens. Uh, that's next Tuesday, the fifth, an 8 p.m. show. Uh, you can give me a call at four one five six four eight seven three two seven four one five six four eight. S-F-C-R. I also have tickets. So I want to give you a choice here. That same night, I also have tickets at the store club if you want some noisy rock. Mystic 100s, formerly known as Milk Music. Toner Opens, uh, that's an 8 p.m. show. 21 plus. Yeah, a pair of tickets for that. So either the store club on Tuesday or Fox Theater over there in a... All over there in the East Bay, Arlo Parks, Chloe George, also an 8 p.m. show, 415-648-7327. Gonna let this play. Six four eight seven three two seven.
The escalating Palestinian-Israeli crisis is again catching countless innocent children in the crossfire. The Bay Area chapter of the Palestine Children's Relief Fund is one of many nonprofits organizing relief efforts. For 27 years, the PCRF has helped in providing urgent humanitarian care for Gaza's children. For more information, go to at PCRFSF on Facebook or online at PCRF.net. This message is brought to you by KXSF Acts. Indeed. Thanks, and do what you can for peace, for ceasefire. Check out that uh, that website. And thanks to you all for tuning in for this uh, frequency uplift here, broadcasting live from unceded Ramai Tishaloni territory. We just heard new music from the wonderful Cassie Kenoshi, great British. Uh, tenor and alto sax player was uh, the front line of uh, was in Kuroko for a bunch of years just left and uh, as well as the band Rhea she's just put out uh, first two parts of a, of a big orchestral suite she's put together um, with London Symphony Orchestra, with some tur- amazing turntablists, with a great collection of uh, British jazz folk. Cassie Kenoshi's Gratitude, Movements 1 and 2. We heard Movement 1 just released on International Anthem. Full release, I think, the end of this month. Before that, as we talked about, Lon Moshi... Great, uh, some great vibes in the back now as well. We heard Southern, the Southern Freedom Orchestra and Blackfire. The track Low Ghost from Love is Where the Spirit Is. And then we're back with Mark Rebo, Ceramic Dog, at the last break. It's about 10.58. Oh, i got to let you know that the Riptide is celebrating 19 years, providing live entertainment to the Sunset District and the rest of San Francisco. They survived the fire, a fire end of the pandemic, and they're ready to serve. They have live music Saturday and Sunday with featured acts like Bluegrass Night every second Sunday, honky-tonk music on the first Sunday, and so much more, including a Friday KXSF DJ night. So check the schedules. Listings are available for that and our DJ dance parties at the schedule at RiptideSF.com. The Riptide is 21 plus and located at 3639 Terrebelle Street. Hop on the L. That'll take you right there to the Riptide. Thank you, Riptide, for supporting KXSF, San Francisco Community Radio. And it's just a few... Just a few minutes shy, a few seconds shy. Of 11 o'clock, on the dot, KXSFLP, San Francisco, 102.5 FM. And yeah, about time to start this interview. I'm really excited, I had a, had a great chat, and really excited to hear the new music and this, um, I think, trio setting for Carolyn Davis. Coming through to SF Jazz next week. 
Friday in the Joe Henderson Lab. Really wonderful, intimate space. Um, 7 and 8.30 shows, I think. But she has always been this visionary sax player incorporating electronics and really interesting cognitive science, really interesting um, explorations of thought into her work. And going to be exploring today in this interview and next Friday the 8th at SF Jazz, her new ab abolitionist jazz, thinking about freedom of thought, freedom and the possibility of change, digging into ideas of art and thought, sonic offerings, as she says, to morph our present situation. And so we're going to begin with, um, she's had a number of incarnations and a number of uh, a number of ensembles over the past few years, Alula being the primary one, which we'll talk about sort of the evolution and genesis of that. Um, but we're going to begin with the first version of Alula, Alula being uh, the series of feathers um, that are integral to a bird's flight. Lots of beautiful metaphors in that, which she expounds musically and otherwise upon. But we're going to start. We're going to start with uh, the track. Might as well. With landing. Here at KXSS, this is from Alula. And Carolyn Davis, Caroline Davis will be back. We'll be back with the interview immediately afterwards. Stay tuned. We will have tickets for the SF Jazz show, so hang tight. Probably, uh, probably down. Uh, probably, yeah, maybe, maybe uh, in the middle of the hour, the 11:45 or so. Let's get into the interview and play a bunch of music from Alula Captivity, the new release. But this is the first, and I think. 2019 incarnation of Alula. This is the track Landing. Here at KXSF LP San Francisco, 102.5 FM. Always broadcasting live from unceded Ramai Tush, Ohlone territory. This is Caroline Davis and Alula.
This is Caroline Davis, and you're listening to KXSFLP, San Francisco 102.5 FM. Thank you for being on the radio with us here at KXSF. You talked so about your musical journey beginning as a young child in Singapore, where you lived with your family as a young child. And I wondered, do you think that early sound environment, did that influence you in, in some way about music? And I wondered, especially given Alula, were birds involved? <laughs> I'm sure there were. I think the environment in Singapore and moving around so much as a kid just helped me just sort of develop a better sense of empathy for people's situations more than anything else. So empathizing with different kinds of ways people express themselves or different cultures and different cultures expressions. So the kind of sound of Mandarin and people in Singapore who had been colonized by, you know, my people, <laughs> the British people of the world and what that sort of did to their culture and the nearby countries like Indonesia and in their form of, of music, Balinese gamelan music and Malaysian music. And I think I learned a bit of that through being there, um, of course. And yeah, it's, it's a bit of a jungle there in Singapore. The climate is really wet. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure there were some birds at that moment in time. And I definitely feel like I, have a sense of what the environment sounds like in any new place that I go, which may have some kind of influence from moving around so much as a kid and being in so many different places. I imagine it, it helps your improvisational skills and thoughts. And I wonder too, but the tonal language of Mandarin, how hearing that so much might have influenced as well. Yeah, it's funny. I did. I went to school at Northwestern for a PhD in music cognition. And one of the people there, whose name is Elizabeth, Elizabeth Margulis, she was doing a study with one of the cognitive scientists at the university about how musicians in general are better at tonal languages like Mandarin. And so she had us, she had a bunch of us participate in that experiment. And I remember doing the experiment and getting my results back and like testing high in that regard even though I, I can't speak mandarin you know at all i know some words but but being able to distinguish between words and testing high on like can you tell the difference between these four words which seemingly are like da 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 and da like that you know sort of these different manipulations of pitch in the language and yeah as you might have guessed musicians did better but then um, interestingly enough, I think the people who sky scored the highest were people who played strings and who sang. So even even more in depth um, on those instrument groupings, which isn't me, but those people had a better sense of what was going on in the tonal languages. So yeah, I'm sure I'm sure there there are studies that prove that point. Mm, interesting. So. Also, you talked about taking up the sax at age 12 after your family moved to Atlanta, encountering R&B and gospel music full of horns. Um, who do you count as your sort of deepest influences in your musical progression there? Yeah, I was just telling someone else this the other day because I have some students that I teach at Manhattan School of Music, and I was explaining to them my first saxophone solo that I listened to over and over and over again. And it was funny. It was King Curtis on um, Yakety Yak, that mm -hmm. track called Yakety Yak. Awesome. 
Don't call back. To that song through the Stand By Me soundtrack, which I had on tape and just listened to that continuously. Um, all the tracks on that soundtrack are very influential to me as a kid and hearing that saxophone solo was, that was the first time I was like, oh, you know, the saxophone can offer something more to music that that we consider popular music, you know? So I think King Curtis in that sense was one of my earlier influences without knowing what his name was at the time, but learning later. And then, you know, my high school band directors introduced me to big band music and large ensemble music. So I was kind of like listening to a lot of the musicians who were in and around Dallas, Fort Worth, which is where we lived at the time in high school. And so I got to know people's playing like Brad Lee um, is an alto player from Texas. And I, you remember listening to him on the recordings because UNT, the University of North Texas was like a big thing for everyone at the time. Um, and so that was huge for me. And some of the other people who were around Dallas, Fort Worth area and the sort of sounds of gospel music. So I have a lot of that embedded in my playing, that quality of the music that can relate to to pop music. But I also love improvised music, which is, I was introduced to that when I moved to Chicago. Um, people like Von Freeman, which, is, which was more on the sort of more mainstream jazz sense of playing. But then Fred Anderson, who owned and was at the Velvet Lounge, which was a club there and his expression and Ken Bandermark and Nicole Mitchell and all the people who were involved with the AACM, Philip Coran, who was a big influence on me. And I went to go see him on many nights at this restaurant called Ethiopian Diamond. And um, he played with Sun Ra. So mm. I was introduced to Sun Ra's music through the people in Chicago who knew him. And of course, the offshoots of AACM, like the Art Ensemble of Chicago and Lester Bowie and um, people who were sort of involved, Muhal, Richard Abrams and Henry Threadgill, who I just saw last night here in New York. So there's just, yeah, there's just so many people um, who have opened my ears through the years, um, including all those people I named. But yeah, it's been a journey and it's still developing over time, you know.
have some amazing ensembles. Portals Band was incredible, and this ensemble right now in the Lula Captivity is brilliant band, Christopher Dini on bass. You guys made some lovely music together as Riverboat. I guess that was a pandemic project. You guys were doing that remotely? Yes, we did that with our friend Patrick Briner, who's a mutual friend. Chris went to school with Patrick at the new school, and then I had known Patrick aside like outside of my relationship with Chris and we just decided hey let's do an improvised music project where we kind of send tracks back and forth to each other and add to each other's improvisations so someone would start an idea and then on one track and then another person would add it was kind of like each person passing it along and that was really that was really fun for me so yeah, some great stuff in there and of course on the record you also have Viol Janti and Tishan Sori I mean really a percussion and noise dream team right there. Yeah. <laughs> so how is it working together, the creation of Alula Captivity? Tell me a little bit about that. How was your process? I mean, the spoken word samples are brilliant in there, the, the way those are manipulated by Val especially. And how was writing that work? Was that a collaborative process or um, improvisatory practice? I knew that I wanted to make a record sort of honoring people who had been incarcerated through time and so I kind of chose people who I thought were inspiring and who else also who cared about the movement for justice for incarcerated people like people like Lorraine Hansberry who wasn't incarcerated herself but she's her voice is on the recording that was just a champion for um, bringing attention to issues like integration and things like that that people were struggling with in our society um but it was it was sort of my idea to write pieces of music for all these people and i chose the samples that were on the recording aside from lorraine hansbury um and uh the speech of sojourner truth which is on the on the first track she was mm as far as the concept of abolition goes if you're using abolition as a word to describe an umbrella of concepts for abolishing slavery for abolishing the prison industrial complex for abolishing blah 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 um she was the first in my opinion one of the first abolitionists who you know spoke out about that so her speech to open the album is it was something very pointed that i spoke with Val about because Val had that in her repertoire of samples wow. and she was really um, she uses that in other performance arenas and I just I love that about working with Val because she cares so deeply about what she's doing on each recording that she's a part of through history you know mm -hmm. and then Taishan you know I think he's so versatile of a drummer and you know sending him some of the MIDI tracks for the, the music because we couldn't really meet much because of the pandemic is recorded sort of out of the pandemic and in mm -hmm. one of those one of those Living waves of COVID life. that was putting sort of a, a wrench in our plans to get together to re rehearse but just sending him the midi tracks and talking about you know the shape of the compositions and yeah it was but it was most most of me looking into the the idea of incarceration and how it affected my family. My uncle was incarcerated for a long time in Sweden. He's Swedish, my mom is Swedish. And looking at how it sort of affected the idea of shame or just not wanting to approach it or not talk, wanting to talk about it and, and me wanting to talk about it. So I reached out to a lot of people here in the US through letter writing programs Critical Mass has those letter writing programs and for some of those people like Jaleel Muntakim, uh, who's a veteran member of the Black Panther Party, he 
Uh, I wrote to him because I was interested in political prisoners here, including all the people, you know, Angela Davis or other people who've um, been incarcerated through, you know, their involvement with the Black Panthers. Um, and of course, there's been a lot of people who've influenced my ideas to create a piece of work that is relating to some aspect of social justice, you know, from some of my peers like Terry Lynn Carrington. Um, I mean, she's not really a peer. She's more of my influence. She's an influence, influential figure to me in that I very much look up to her and her work. Um, but I guess more of my peers like Sarah Elizabeth Charles and Samora Pinderhughes and Chief Ajua as well. Um, Alonzo Demetrius and Jerome Jennings, a lot of those people who've, who started to create more work surrounding concepts of social justice and race and intersectionality of race and gender and sexual orientation here in this country. Um, a lot of those people had influenced my vision for coming out with that pro this project and being brave enough to and vulnerable enough to to do this. And of course, we rest on the shoulders of all the people who did it before us, like Max Roach and Carmen McRae and Billie Holiday, Nina Simone, Charles Mingus and John Coltrane and Charlie Hayden, you know, doing these performances overseas and, you know, almost, you know, being arrested and all the people who had been arrested in our community mm. um, and albums being banned and albums that spoke truth to power for prison riots like Archie Shep's Attica Blues. Right. Um, there's so many people who've done it and who have given us the power to be able to do this today. Yes, indeed. Uh, in interview, this is KXSFLP San Francisco 102.5 FM in inter interview with Caroline Davis uh, about her new music and upcoming performance. The music of Alula Captivity. But I must, I must indeed take a moment and uh, give some due props and thanks to our underwriter. Uh, Old Jerusalem is proud to underwrite KXSF 102.5 FM, a small family-owned Mediterranean restaurant with a beautiful heated outdoor patio. Old Jerusalem is 16 years in the heart of the mission. Their West Bank cuisine, a traditional spread of Middle Eastern delights. You can check them out at www.oldjerusalem.co or visit at 2966 Mission at 26th, two blocks from 24th Street, BART in San Francisco. Let me tell you what we heard. Uh, in the background before this track, we were hearing the work of Riverboat, which is Chris Tordini um, and who we will hear on uh, this coming Friday, not tonight, but this coming Friday, uh, Riverboat, uh, a trio, pandemic trio, uh, done uh, over uh, exchanging musical files. Uh, that was out, the, the album Tapered. Uh, we heard the track in the background of that um, of that discussion with Caroline uh, of all the things to be the end of me 
and uh, the, the as we transitioned from talking about her um, youth and influences, of course, the Yakety Yak solo, uh, we heard uh, we heard her work from Portals Volume One back in 2021. Another ensemble, um, the, the album Portals Volume One, Morning. Uh, a a lot of brilliant thought about healing, but we get into that a little bit about healing and about grief. Um, we heard the track "Respite." We're gonna carry on with the interview and uh, try to interrupt as, as little as possible. And we're gonna play some music. And I think to begin uh, this set, uh, we're gonna start. Um, with one of the tracks from the album, um, yeah, talk, we're going to talk about progression, and uh, and we'll, we'll get into that. But this is the beginning of of the suite of music, and uh, we're going to reference this later in the in the discussion. This is the day has come. In parenthesis, Carolyn Davis's Alula, the album Captivity. Here at KXSF LP, San Francisco, 102.5 FM, broadcasting from unceded Ramai Tush Ohlone territory.
Mm. Uh, you're going to play music from this album at SF Jazz, the Joe Henderson Lab, Friday, March 8th at 7 and 8.30 shows. Who's going to be in the band? Yeah, Chris Tordini will be playing electric bass. He has some pedals that he uses to keep evoking this sense of electronic music in the project. Mm -hmm. And Eliza Salem, who's an amazing young drummer here in New York from the Baltimore area, will be playing drums. And we've played this music together before. We went to Australia and um, I took the music to Korea and did a East Coast tour with Eliza. And so they've been really wonderfully playing the music and I really love the vibe that that's mm -hmm. created with the two of them, so. Brilliant. Back to the politics of it and your progression and your thought about it. Was a progression at all from 2019's Allura with all the images and references to flight, if that was a, a sort of metaphoric thing you were thinking about, flight versus captivity? Um, and, and 2021's Portals, which also deals with concepts of mourning with samples about grief and love. Is there a progression there, thematic progression? Yeah. Well, I started the Allura project really to be more... Uh, you know, dedicated to my electronic music practice to to really like step more inside of using synthesizers, to step more inside of using effects with my saxophone. And I do a lot more of that in the live performance now because I've started to become more and more comfortable with it. Like I'm going to be triggering a lot of the spoken word samples myself and manipulating them as well as manipulating the sound of my saxophone to um, something that's more electronic. So sometimes I'm processing my saxophone to have delay on it. And so there's like a wash of sound that's coming out of the speakers or mm. I'm using another patch to make my saxophone sound like uh, like it's being played in reverse or there's also another patch that I use that that is a harmonizer for the saxophone. So there's many of us who do this and um, it's a part of the reason why I started this project to sort of really focus more on that aspect of it. And then, um, yeah, the first record that I put out with Matt Mitchell and Greg Saunier was more me really delving into the idea of what a lula is, which is this like combination of feathers and bones on every bird wing that is only kind of popping out during flight and landing and taking off moments. So you can kind of see this little thumb like popping out. And I just thought, wow, how cool is that? And so I read a bunch of articles, the nerd that I am, and tried to see how I could use some of the math for like how it's used and apply that to the music. So it was a little bit more like sciencey, the mm -hmm. first record. Um, and then this, because I was really going through an emotional transformation in the pandemic where I think a lot of us went through emotional transformations <laughs> where I just started realizing a lot about my family and that was really emotional for me. So I put that more into the music um, and really let my heart guide me through the process of being attuned to these people who had been incarcerated for most of them things they didn't do and people who are you know a good friend of mine who's on death row right now for a crime that he didn't commit or Jalil Muntukim being in prison for almost 50 years um, and given 11 parole denials and just, right. you know, th those aspects of their lives and how that contributed to their sense of identity, but still having the power and resolve to push forward and to like continue supporting these movements for freedom. That music is really brilliant and inspirational. It has that that feeling and that intent the the sense of of forward motion i didn't know that the, the first track was actually from sojourner truth i wonder who read that yeah i don't know actually i should i need to ask val 
because yeah, that's that speech is from anti woman speech. I think it was like 1867 or something like that. But yeah, like I really the the speech is about like women's rights and she's saying like well the day has come although it came through blood and right. we don't it makes no difference how it came um but it came through blood and i'm sorry that it came that way i'm sorry it came through blood um and that now we are trying for liberty that requires no blood like can we create a sense of liberation without killing without harming and um creating harm for families and people in this country right. The, the second track, which I really loved and focused on, um, burned believers for Agnes and who get both of them members of sort of free thinking Waldensian sect back in 1300s, um, interrogated by the Inquisitional Court and burned for their beliefs. You moving through history there and how people resisted, how people created resilient communities how they created the strength in themselves and the courage to keep going. Talk to me a little bit about choosing them. It felt like it was a historical possession. You moved from there to Galileo, a heretic burned for science. Yeah, in that track, yeah, I mean, I, I, we always wish for these ancient people that we are inspiring to us. Um, there, of course, aren't any recorded samples of their voices, but so we use the voice of um, Lorraine Hansberry and also Astrid uh, Delay, she's her talk in French, in one of her speeches from a TED talk, where she's talking about um, how various forms of art makes life colorful. So just thinking about how like, you know, posing the idea in Lorraine Hansberry is obviously she's talking about um, the situation of segregation and, and integration and how we can sort of like deal with integration. So thinking about like the intersection between like how art can make the the awful possible, make the awful um, something that we can deal with, something that we can approach right. and to sort of like use that as a metaphor for the way in which some of these people who were held in captivity and some people who were these women who were burned um how they maybe could just keep hope alive during these horrendous situations like one of those women was a wet nurse she was providing breast milk for people who couldn't create breast milk and that, even just that fact alone someone who's helping others in that way of they're giving this part of themselves they couldn't have this one of them couldn't have a kid and they're giving their breast milk to someone else i mean that's pretty, yeah. pretty generous and um and even in the face of all of that being yeah being labeled and and burned just just sort of like giving the gift of optimism in some way to those who never really could who never experienced that kind of pain so that's what sort of I was thinking about in that that track a little mm -hmm. more complex
Yeah, it was a, be a beautiful track. It also seems as an intention to see these liberatory thoughts, this courage as a historical continuum that we inspire each other from, from Agnes and who yet to, to Galileo to these political prisoners that we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And also like trying to focus a on what they gave us, you know, how they gave us these gifts, you know, of course, Galileo giving us this gift of realizing that we're rotate, we're the ones rotating <laughs> around the sun. And these women who didn't believe in the, the mode of religion that everybody was sort of falling in line with that people today do that because of the way they struggle and the way they had to experience pain, you know. You're also bringing forward the cases and, and, and dedicating tracks and, and having some samples from some of these political prisoners we're talking about. And I really um, also loved the, the track in particular and wanted to focus on um, uh, Jaleel Muntakim. That track is called Synchronize My Body Where My Mind Has Always Been. And that's a wonderful title. I assume that's a quote. Yes, he said in this interview, um, when they released me, the only thing that they did was like synchronize my body where my soul and mind had always been. Mm -hmm. And that for him, for Jaleel Muntakim, that for him that was always out in the community and that's what he's been doing now which is traveling around the world and speaking truth to his experience in prison and also speaking truth to the powers of the system that are 
running this country and how we can push past those and create new systems of communities that are fighting for rights of certain people mostly people of color in this country like he's a part of this campaign called 13th forward which is in new york state is trying to amend the 13th amendment of the constitution to abolish the idea that if you're incarcerated then you are a slave of the state which is still written in the constitution for some of the states in this country and so um now he's a part of that community as as well as many other communities for example the jericho movement which is an organization that had been formed for the benefit of helping political prisoners in this country
Yes, indeed. And that was Caroline Davis and her band Alula, the album Captivity, out late fall last year on Ropadope. We heard the track Synchronize My Body Where My Mind Has Always Been for political prisoner Jalil Muntakim. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. We have a bit more of the interview to do, but it is time to do some other do props. Thanks for tuning in. And maybe give away those tickets. So get the those dial buttons ready, uh, Familia, out there in Radioland. Want to let you know, though, that support for KXSF comes from the Strand Salon, located in San Francisco's Glen Park neighborhood. The Strand is a full-service hair salon staffed by independent stylists that believe independent radio is key to keeping San Francisco culture alive and thriving. Hours and more information can be found at their website at thestrandsalon.com. Thank you, Strand Salon, for supporting KXSF, San Francisco Community Radio. In the background, a little more Caroline Davis, uh, an 2019 release anthem with uh, with Rob uh, Rob Clearfield's persona, and I, I it's a great name I would say. Uh, Want well, to let you know that you know there's going to be great music all the way through. Stay tuned. It's almost noon. Um, going to carry on with uh, the interview though, but I do have tickets for next Friday's show, March 8th. The 8.30 Late Show at the beautiful San Francisco Jazz Center, uh, the Joe Henderson Lab. That's an 8.30 p.m. ticket. We've got a pair of tickets. If you want to give me a call when we start this at 415-648-7327. But give me a minute. And want to let you know that this gentleman is due to, to roll in. Uh, we'll start at 1 o'clock. Um, and be sure to stay tuned because his his selections are always always interesting, and well worth your time and the investment in in uh, your consciousness. Here we go. Drawing from his life work, absorbing the vast terrain of all recorded music each week, Gage Kennedy expertly curates bespoke programs which lean rock but reveal connections between genres, eras, continents, and cultures. Plus, he always includes long sections that sound like an old motor sputtering or ominous, crackly, metallic static. It's off the hook. Fridays, 1 to 4 on KXSF LP. 102.5. Um, yeah, it's a beautiful, I mean, it's, his case is really amazing. I mean, he served 49 years for two counts of murder that, as part of the contested New York City Three, part of the Black Panther Party, and, and those convictions were based on paid infiltrators and informants, basically. And he's been recently released. I think he's living now. I think he lives upstate New York. And that's how come he's been able to be so involved in the 13th Forward campaign because they've been making a lot of their initiatives come to reality because they are close to uh, the, the capital. To ask about you taking on the case to whom you dedicate a piece, Keith Lamar and the wonderful track again a way back to myself he's sampled about talking to the issue of faith having faith and still being alive having survived incarceration is is that how you see that question is that 
the intent of the art. It's kind of that, how does art influence social change question in a way. I think one of the most influential figures that spoke truth to that con that relationship between art and social change was Nina Simone, who said something like, if you aren't commenting or relating to what's going on around you, then what are you doing in your art, you know? Um, and of course, she was just such a brilliant figure for being able to, if you go and watch these videos of her performing live in some of these European countries to an audience of all white people, um, and with an all black band, you know, and singing about, you know, singing her song, Mississippi Goddamn, or singing her song about, you know, four women, and just that power, that poise, and that grace. What, a, what an influential figure. Um, so I, I look to her as an influence and a way to give me the spirit and, and strength to be able to do something like this. But for Keith, um, I met, I met him through a friend of ours named Albert Marquez, who's a Spanish composer and who runs the ensemble called Freedom First. And he was had organized concerts for the benefit of educating people about Keith's case, because Keith's written a book called Condemned, which everyone should read, uh, about his situation um, and the history of the Lucasville riot, which was, of course, at the Lucasville prison in 92 or 93 uh, in Ohio State. and for me and the the relationship that i have with keith i wanted you know his tenderness to like speak truth in that that piece and i think there's other people who are working together with keith to reveal that sense of his personality as well samora pinder hughes who is out in the bay area and who just released this real wonderful film um short film called sweet and that is focused on keith's you know persona and to try to sort of like redraw the perception of what a person who is incarcerated is. What is the perception of that we have, generally speaking, of people who are in prison? And um, I love that Samora is like just constantly breaking down these um, stereotypes. You know, he did that with the masculinity track where we're talking about how as young boys are taught to hit things, you know, and he's breaking that down. He's breaking down the biases and stereotypes that we have. And so I wanted to do the same thing in this track and really focus on the tenderness of, of what Keith had to offer.
This is Caroline Davis, and you're listening to KXSFLP, San Francisco, 102.5 FM. feel his heart and his his soul kind of coming through that piece about you know having an encounter with the divine samora pinder hughes champion keith's case as well done a lot of work with keith uh album grief and his healing project a few years back here in the bay and also so wondered if you two have collaborated you and samora is that is he part of your your circle of of abolitionist and and activists and i consider him to be a friend and influence and and peer we haven't worked together in terms of we've played together for one of Keith's concerts in the past, um, but we haven't worked together yet. I look forward to collaborating with him at some point um, with respect to these ideas of abolition and with respect to gaining more awareness about how we can move forward with this process. And I think that aspect of focusing on mental health and focusing on healing could be a space for us to open up conversations on how um, those centers could be, you know, more of a centralized space aside from blocking people up in in cells like that which is extremely inhumane so i think that aspect of building centers for healing building centers for mental health building centers for understanding addiction and understanding poverty those aspects of our culture we could focus more on so i look forward to having more conversations with people like samora um, so we can actually move towards 
you know, maybe shutting down some of the prisons that we have. <laughs> you you mentioned his track masculinity and, and thinking about your activism as well around gender justice involved in this as a movement group that works to forward women in jazz and women in the arts, but especially women of color. Yeah, this is a movement was formed by a wonderful group of people, many people who were coming together from various organizations like We Have Voice and the Berkeley Institute for Jazz and Gender Justice and the New School, which is where me and Sarah Elizabeth Charles hold our class and people who are curators like Naima Safia Sandy and Bryce Rosenblum um, and Sarah and I. We're all involved with bringing together these various forms of interaction with the music industry and trying to create a better, more equitable space. Um, and so we've been holding events and we've also been able to successfully have a set of working groups that are envisioning brighter futures for how we go about changing certain areas of the industry. For example, um, authorship, how we sort of support people who are composers and who are album writers in this industry, mothers in this industry, how do we support them? Um, the idea of self-care, how do we support that in our industry? Um, and in other topics, so we've brought together some really wonderful thinkers who have created a, a set of ideas for us. And um, we're working towards a motion to put those ideas into action at this moment. So that's been really exciting for us to do. And of course, me and Sarah have been developing our curriculum for our course over the last six or seven years. And that's been wonderful to revisit every semester that we come together. Yeah. And that's a yearly course in, in jazz and gender at the New School in New York. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Talking about jazz and talking about the effects of sound, talking about healing, we've been talking about liberatory thought. You've also done a bunch of work in cognitive science around sound and how people perceive sound. The Oscillations, a 2021 solo project over a full year, I'm digging into sound and, and how different modalities may affect cognition. Partly a geeky question to this and partly like a political thought question. How does that work around cognition, around how sound affects that? How does that affect your playing and composition? Yeah, I'm, I used to say that there wasn't much of a relationship between them. I think it affects my process for composition a lot more. So in my sort of post-graduate world, I was using a lot of those ideas to sort of write the pieces, the earlier pieces, including the first Alula record that I wrote. Um, and now I don't do that so much anymore. But you know, you never know, it might come back into my process. In terms of how I perform or how I play, I don't think it has a very um, strong relationship to that. But I, I think I, I like to think a lot about how people hear the music or what people are hearing or how they're tuning in. And that has a lot to do with my 
my dissertation and what I was interested in, like how people hear, what are people hearing? And that has a lot to do for me with who they're hanging around, their communities. And um, I like to think about that a lot, but, and I love talking to people, you know, after shows and asking them what they heard and asking them how it affected them and what their, you know, how, what it does to their action potential. You know? Yeah. That's really interesting that, that sense of how um, synergistic the, the musician and, and audience can be around those things and you know yeah so and, and part of the political thing of that is i wonder if you see it as integral in in, in reaching audience there's that the classic slogan you know fred hampton rise in power of the black panther party talking about and others many others talking that first that revolution takes place in the mind that we things change as we first change our mind and and i think music and and art, but music in, in particular has that power. I wonder how you see that. Yeah, I definitely believe in those ideas. And it, one of the inspirations for one of the tracks on the record was a poem that Jalil Muntakim wrote called Terrestrial Rebel. Mm. And um, it's in his book, Escaping the Prism, Fade to Black. And it it's like the poem sort of reminds me of all of the elements of our world that are kind of, you know, on the other side, like the other, the upside down, to relate to Stranger Things, the upside down world, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, like the 1% controlling the 99% of wealth, that's what he talks about in the poem and in the, in the book. Um, and that this, this like, part of their madness relies on them being void of love. And, and then he sort of breaks down the word into its parts, like, Tion, T-I-O-N, which means in motion, and then you, meaning you, and then revolve or love, which is lover backwards. And so I just was thinking a lot about how much, in order to create a revolution, we need more, we need love. We don't need, I mean, of course, anger is a part of love, but um, I think that's something that we could maybe focus more on to create in our minds is love for others and empathy for others, to see others as situations and how we can be a part of helping them heal or have a part of helping them to reach liberation reach their own liberation because there's so many people in this world who who don't have those opportunities and if we could love those people strangers more through our acts of empathy then i think we would all benefit from a, a society that was more connected rather than so dis disparately you know, mismatched. Mm -hmm. Yeah, truly beautiful. Um, it's hard. That seems like a great place to end almost. I mean, that's a statement <laughs> if ever there was one. I was wondering that you you mentioned the the um, the terrestrial rebels track, and so is is that Jaleel reading that piece? Um, so on that track is actually a sample of Sun Ra. It's all backwards. Oh, so you okay. And then there's maybe just one moment where now it's forward. So I was thinking a lot about Jalil's comment of revolution being revolve, being love backwards, and just the, just like taking what I was playing the Juno synthesizer, and I just like you know in the post production process I just flipped everything and reversed it just to relate to the poem. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and so yeah, it's it's done raw. <laughs> the biggest lover of all, I think. There you go. Absolutely.
Thank you so much. Um, I wondered too if there are other um, events or or things that you're doing in the Bay Area that you'd like to tell us about for our radio. Yeah, yeah so we'll be playing at SF Jazz on March 8th at the Joe Henderson Lab um, with myself on saxophone and electronics, Eliza Salem on drums, and Chris Tordini on bass. And then I'll be at SF Jazz the entire day of March 9th doing their SF Jazz Girls Day, which I'm really excited about, speaking of like my involvement with gender and creating a sense of um, support for younger uh, people who identify as female in this industry. And then on March 10th, I'm going to be working with a group of activists, a benefit for a new Oakland mural. And the event is under the moniker Resistance Until Liberation. And it's sort of this collaboration between artists and activists. And we're going to explore and confront the interconnections between incarceration, imprisonment in the United States, and then the captivity and hostages in Palestine, and um, how that occupation has created a sense of dis dismemberment in our society at, at this very point. And those people who've helped me put those put it, put that together is uh, Claude Marx, who's been really involved with Art Against Imprisonment, um, and the Oakland Jericho movement, there will be someone there from that organization, and also Satya Chima, who is with the California Coalition for Women Prisoners, um, and then myself, I'll probably play a small solo piece at that event, and that is going to be on Sunday, March 10th at 2 p.m. at the Eastside Arts Alliance, the Eastside Cultural Center in Oakland, which is on 2277 International Boulevard in Oakland. Excellent. Yeah. Where can people go to get more information about that? What's is there a particular website people should look to? Um, yeah, well, you can go to my website. I have links to everyone there, but you can also, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's probably the best place. But 
and also art against imprisonment might have something posted soon in the Palestinian youth movement mm -hmm. um, and the Jericho movement. They might also be posting about it on their social media platforms. Great. Well, thank you so much, Caroline. I really appreciate you taking the time and, and going into such depth with me about this. And um, thank you for your brilliant music and your inspiration. Thank so, you. Yeah, um, thanks for having me on the show. Really appreciate it. And that was, uh, yeah, a long uh, interview with Caroline Davis. Uh, again, performing her most recent music, released in the fall of last year, Alula Captivity, performing at the SF Jazz Center, Joe Henderson Lab, on, uh, on, on next Friday, Friday the 8th, 7 and 8.30 shows. I do still have tickets, 8.30 p.m. show. We'll give you uh, so give me a call if you want those four one five six four eight seven three two seven. When I play this next track, uh, since we're sixteen minutes into the hour, I do again want to let you know that uh, San Francisco Community Radio and this show, the Frequency Uplift, is again supported by Old Jerusalem, a small family-owned restaurant. Uh, with a beautiful heated outdoor patio. Old Jerusalem is 19 years now in the heart of the mission. Their West Bank cuisine, a traditional spread of Middle Eastern delights. Check them out at www.oldjerusalem.co or visit at 2966 Mission at 26th, two blocks from 24th Street, Bart, and in San Francisco, unseated Ramai Tush Ohlone territory. Again, in the background, listening to a 2019 release with uh, uh, the reprise, anthem reprise. Um, and again, check out Alula Captivity. And again, give me a call at KXSFLP San Francisco, 102.5 FM. The uh, phone number, 415-648-7327 for those tickets. I am going to play the thing she mentioned from Albert Marquez and Keith Lamar, a collaboration um, album uh, based on recordings done uh, over the phone from prison. And this track, Acknowledgement, features Caroline Davis on sax. Thanks again for tuning in. And uh, yeah, if you want to go see the show, give me a call. 415-648-7327. This is Acknowledgement. I see Caroline over there. Can Caroline hear me? Yeah, sure. I can hear you. Oh, Hi. okay. I see you, Caroline. Uh-huh. Let's do it. I'm ready.
Again, the voice of Keith Lamar, political prisoner, doing acknowledgement by John Coltrane, Caroline Davis on sax. Let me play a little spot and come back with another set. Stay tuned for Gage at one, coming in for Off the Hook. But first, this. If the horrific violence across the globe in Palestine has you feeling frustrated, angry, and helpless, there are ways to channel those feelings into action. The Bay Area chapter of the Council on American-Islamic Relations has suggestions for direct action you can take to help. Go to ca.cair.com sfba for a list of empowering ideas to benefit this war-torn region. You can also go online to kxsf.fm slash kxsf-acts for more information. down and out you don't know just what to do living all of your days in darkness let the sun shine through you ever feel that somehow somewhere you lost your way and if you don't get a help quick you won't make it through the day could you call on a Because they'll, they'll watch your troubles, your troubles, your troubles, your troubles, your troubles away. A plastic people with plastic minds are on a way to plastic home. There's no beginning, there ain't no end, they just own it. They're so afraid and say that they're alone Until a hero rides in, rides in on his saxophone Could you call on Lady Day? Could you call on John Coltrane? Because they'll, they'll watch your troubles Your troubles, your troubles, your troubles, your troubles away They'll watch your troubles away
Wow, bass, 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 wow,
faixa do povo Quando a dor dominar São as marcas de um bloco That was a mistake. So, yes. Uh, we'll have to come back and play some more of that. But uh, I jumped again on the queue to something I entirely did not intend. Well, c'est la vie. Uh, but we did hear the wonderful, uh, in that, until just this moment, down tempo. Very sweet set. Uh, Omar Sosa out of Cuba and the U.S. now and Brazil's Digana Solt Santana. New music, uh, well, actually not new music, recent music from them, a collaboration. Iroko, the album Bloco Novo was the track we heard. And then brand new music from, um, from Shabaka Hutchings. 
for that. His uh, transition to the flute uh, and the brilliant, uh, well, it appears a, a brilliant um, album coming out uh, April 12th, Perceive Its Beauty, Acknowledge Its Grace, um, as he transitions from the sax into reeds, uh, really his roots having started in the clarinet back in Barbados, back when. Um, but uh, we heard the first release track off of that, End of Innocence. Some wonderful collaborators, Brandy Younger, a variety of folks on there. Again, Brandy Younger coming through to SF Jazz next week doing a, uh, you know, got to go see Caroline Davis, but, uh, you know, doing a whole th uh, thing of her Dorothy Ashby tribute on Thursday and Friday, as well as uh, tributes to Alice Coltrane on the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Um, before Shabaka, we heard out of Soweto, South Africa, The Soil, featuring the piano of in Ndudzu Makatini, incredible uh, new release from them, reimagined that vocal quartet, um, I think their fourth release now. And the beginning of that set, after the interview and after the Keith Lamar and Albert Marquez piece, we heard Billy Valentine and the Universal Truth doing the John Coltrane, uh, doing the Gil Scott Heron tune, a beautiful cover of Lady Day and John Coltrane. And that was featuring Jeff Parker on guitar. So did I say enough? Probably did. Um, maybe I'll take, uh, take the minute and uh, let you know, since, we're, since we got you here, that uh, underwriting support for KXSF is provided by Brian Thompson, the web guy. Building websites since 2001, the web guy delivers affordable and effective websites for local businesses, creatives, and professionals across the globe. You can check them out, uh, check him out, and contact him by email at bt at bryanthompson.net. So that's Brian with a Y and Thompson, T-H-O-M-P-S-O-N.net. That's bt. Brian with a Y, Thompson.net. Thank you, WebGuy, for supporting KXSF San Francisco Community Radio. Gage is in the house, ready to take you off, 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 off the hook. And uh, we're going to carry on with some of this stuff. I'm not going to get to everything I think I promised to play in my promotionals. But uh, we are going to go go with this. Um, got the, of course, the obligatory... Uh, track in the background played a little bit of this earlier but uh ornette coleman's this is our music and this is out of the uk a wonderful ba jazz bassist um just releasing her first debut album called black everything and uh did some really great stuff some of the pandemic era um streams when Total Shutdown was happening on the Jazz Refresh label. They're releasing their new, her new album. And this is, uh, this is Amy Gadiaga Paloma Negra here at KXSFLP, San Francisco, 102.5 FM.
pueblo, para mi vida, soy una paroma negra. You're not.
And now comes the time when we try to catch up with everything I said I was going to play, but I'm not able. Gage is in the house almost ready to go. Got about seven minutes here on the Frequency Uplift. Thanks again to Caroline Davis and Alula Captivity for coming through talking about her amazing release and activism and her upcoming gig at SF Jazz Joe Henderson Lab next Friday, the 8th, March 8th, 7, uh, 7 p.m. and 8.30 p.m. shows. Right now, in the back, one of my favorite Mission District bands, Aguapura, a non a, a non tet usually of non-binary and all femme amazing salsa and afro-cuban musicians they did a live session with us a while back but back in 23 in february 23 so most of a year ago but i want to give some shout outs to some local bands doing some great gigs and that's one of them tonight a double header of Aguapura at Bissap Baobab, 7 a.m. show, and then we're going to pack all them instruments up and go to Mr. Tipple's at Fell Street. So check all of that out. You can find out the deets and all the relevant information at aguapuramama.com. Also, another friend of the station and been on this show a bunch is Orchestra Gold, who's having an incredible evening tonight at the chapel. So if you're more into the Malian psych thing the chapel is going to have orchestra gold meeting scientist the seminal incredible jamaican dub master gonna remix them live at the chapel tonight so shout out to both you guys agrapura orchestra gold you got a wealth of wonderful stuff happening in the city uh yeah heard a little taste of Aguapura in the background, but Orchestra Gold, Gende, from their last year's release, Medicine, to more or less take us out. It's 
So there, that was a little bit of Gende from Orchestra Gold's Medicine. Going to leave you with, as I promised, the wonderful remixes by the UK's Nabiha Iqbal. This is the Sunflower Sija remix to take you out. Gage is in the house to take you off the hook. This is the Frequency Uplift and out. This is Caroline Davis, and you're listening to KXSF LP, San Francisco 102.5 FM.